Hey, this is Victor with VentoBot. In today's episode of Don't Kill the Messenger, we're gonna go over three ways to leave any business event with credit cards instead of just business cards. And if you're anything like me, I bet that is more appealing than just having a stack of business cards that you will just end up throwing away anyways. Now, before we begin, go on over to ventobot.com forward slash book to get the book that we take our private clients through. Just cover shipping, we'll send it right over to you to generate never ending leads and what to do with the people that you get from these events. Now, today, I have Alexis Caldicott, and she's going to talk about those three ways. Welcome, Alexis. Hi, Victor. Welcome as well. And I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I love, love talking about this. Yeah, no, I'm super excited. We met way, I was, gosh, it feels like it's so long ago now, like May of last year. Yeah. And um, at an event and you were sponsoring, I was just an attendee. And I feel like with what you're going to show us today, I could have definitely just take a time machine back and come back and maximize that event even more. Yeah, that's all right. Now you know. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll do that taking, moving forward. Every event I'll go to, I'll make sure I walk away with credit cards instead of just business cards. So um, now before we begin, I know just want to make sure that everyone understands who you are and what you do. Like, I, I know that you help the business owners to walk away with five to six figures from any event that they go to. Um, and not just whether they're running it themselves or an attendee or they're sponsoring, correct? Correct. Yeah. It, what we really do is we teach business owners how to strategically look at how they can use events, where all their leads are already gathering, and then use that opportunity to walk away with five to six figures or multiple six figures sold, whether that's hosting their own event or by going to someone else's. Yeah. And I know um, that's a big thing. And I know uh, for me, I, I started in just becoming attendees. I'm now moving into the space of sponsoring and then eventually I'd love to host my own event. Um, maybe if it makes sense for our business, but I want to know, uh, let's kind of dive right in. What are those three ways that everyone can kind of really walk away and, and start maximizing on any event, business event that they go to? Yeah, great. So the most important thing to realize with this is that this is a process, yeah. right? So like with anything, like you can't just go out and wing it. <laughs> you got to know, <laughs> right, the steps on how to make this happen. It doesn't just magically happen. The wallets don't magically open. There's a process that you have to follow, boxes you got to check. So um, I'm going to kind of work backwards with this and kind of count down to one of the number one things that they have to start with. But um, so we'll start with number three. Number three is you have to know how to identify the most profitable way to participate at an event. So okay. what I mean by that is uh, there's three main ways, right? We call them cash from conferences strategies. There's three ways because once you know how to do this and use these three strategies, it's literally like creating cash from conferences. So uh, uh, cash from conference strategy number one is just going as an attendee. And that one is a big one that people miss out on and don't think of because they think they have to be a speaker or a sponsor. But when you know how to do it properly, you can go to an event as an attendee like I did and leave with a $15,000 client. Man, right? that's insane. Who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and then uh, the next strategy would be being a speaker, right? We all know that. We've heard of that one. But how do you maximize it, whether you're allowed to sell or not? And sure. then number three is being a sponsor, right? That's where the big bucks can come in. That's where, you know, myself and my clients have closed $100,000 or more at the event, not just from follow-up at the event like itself. That. Yep. Yeah. Make, make, make your ROI back at the event and then maximize it on the back end too. Exactly, so. right? Um, and that's where you kind of come in, right? Is the follow-up part. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's kind of talk about this, this, the attendee part because I know... Um, the majority of the listeners will probably be 
um, somewhere in between like looking for speaking and kind of in between sponsoring and then de definitely attending events. So is there a specific type of event? Can it be like a networking event? Could it be like a three-day conference? Does, does it have to be a certain type or um, can you kind of implement this for any type of event really? Yeah, great question. Event? Yeah, great question, Victor. So there are principles that apply to whether you're going to like an hour or two hour networking event or you're going to a multi-day event or conference. So these strategies that I teach work best when it's a full day or a two day or a three day because you get to build more intimacy, more time, more experience with people, right. more sense. trust, right? But even with just a one hour or two hour event, the tips and principles that I teach will still help you close clients. So. Um, I actually have kind of like this, uh, I wouldn't say secret, but like magical sentence that I use <laughs> when I'm at a networking event. And so far okay. it's 100% works getting people to book a consult. Oh, let us know. Spill the tea. Come on. Let's okay. Go. Okay. Okay. Know okay. What this is. <laughs> yeah. So, so what this is first, I want to set the context that you already have had a great conversation with the person. Okay. <laughs> they're, right. They're already you don't just walk up to the person and be like, Hey, do you want to buy my stuff? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, yeah. So you already had a great conversation. You know how to be engaging, have great questions and be present with them. Once you're able to do that. Right. Um, here's the magical sentence. Are you ready? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So, Victor, imagine you and I, we're networking, we're having a great conversation and you've asked me about what I do and I've heard all about your pain and your struggles and everything and how long you've been dealing with that, blah, 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 right? So then the next thing I would say to you, Victor, is Victor, I am loving our conversation and I have a bunch of ideas for you that are flooding into my mind and I'm super excited to share them with you. But I know you wanna make the most out of your time here and connect with other people too. So how about we do this? Why don't we meet up for drinks after the event maybe like around four or five o'clock for happy hour and we can talk more then how does that sound oh man that's that's a killer one for sure that's funny <laughs> i feel like i've done that unintentionally sometimes yeah. and like not realizing making that intentional like when you do have that conversation you and i feel like most people understand what that conversation feels like because they, they've been in that situation where like man i'm just clicking with this person but like you you kind of start to feel like I'm, t I'm monopolizing their time. They're monopolizing my time and we right. can't maximize our use of the conference. So then you kind of just let it go. Like, Hey, that's right. I, I feel like most people come to like, that's where you do the business card exchange. You're like, Hey, let's keep in touch. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And you miss out on a, on a big opportunity. So when you can tell like, okay, this is like my dream client, this person, I know I can crush it with them. I can help them. Right. These are the people you want to use this sentence on. Right. Yeah. Because you, you do want to be respectful of their time. You show them that, but you also show that like you have some great ideas for them and you can help them. And then you just present the opportunity. You have to be bold and you have to ask for the opportunity instead of just say, Hey, let's connect. Right. Because then you're in the endless follow-up of, you know, phone tag and emails, yeah. and, you know, so it's just, how about we do this? Why don't we meet up for blank around this time? Right. So it could be coffee. It could be for a call. It could be for lunch, it, whatever, fill in the blank. But based on the event that you're at, you ask them, when can we talk like then and there while they're hot? Yeah, no, de definitely. So that's, that is, um, I'm just, I, I can't even get over the fact how genius that is and to be able to do something like that. So um, what, what would you say is the next step? So like now that we've, we've understand how to, we're talking to the most ideal client. Um, that like top 4% of people that we want to really connect with and work with, uh, what would be, how, how would we move into strategy number two or what, what would you do from there? 
Yeah. So actually strategy number two touches on a little bit on what we, we, we kind of hinted at a minute ago, um, but in a deeper level, the, the problem that people run into and why they don't leave events with clients is they don't know their value proposition. Oh, okay. That, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're glued to having the perfect elevator speech. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, right? I help people do this with that. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, right. I right. That. Exactly. So people think that there's like these perfect magical words they have to come up with. And once they have these magic words, it's going to unlock their wallets. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. And that's not, that's not building it. for sure. Exactly. Exactly. You have to have a real connection with the person and you have to show your value, right? That's what, that's what help opens their wallet. So what I mean by value proposition is it's a short, simple marketing statement to your ideal client that shows them what is the main reason why they should buy. Right. Okay. So that, that makes sense. So you have, um, first, <laughs> obviously you would make the invitation and, and I, I completely agree with that. You, you have, you shouldn't, no one should be ever afraid to ask to work with somebody or move further along because it just, the, it's always a no or not right now, or it doesn't mean no forever. It just like, it doesn't make sense right now or not. And then that second thing, the second uh, secret there is really about making sure that that we understand what we bring to the table, not just like what we do. Cause like for us, for example, like I do a lot of Facebook ads and messenger bots and chatbots. like, cool. Who actually wants that? No one wants that. They want the end results. Right. So that's kind of what you're getting at. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's really about how you position yourself because if right. you're not able to have a conversation with people, people get stuck in like this robotic, I have to say it like this. I have to do it like that. And be, right. when they do that, right, they end up confusing people, right? They're fumbling yeah. over their words because they don't know what to say, or they go on and on and on. Right. And people check out and, you know, as a result, they, they don't know how to have a conversation around what they do. So they're not natural with the other person. And when someone's not natural, right, and they're thinking about what do I say next, you can feel it. You can feel like they're kind of rigid. They're, you're just not having a true real interaction with the person on the other side. So you're not positioning yourself to use that magical sentence if you don't know how to have a conversation about your value and what you do. Right. So it seems like they kind of build upon each other to ask that magical sentence at the, at the very end and kind of move exactly. further along with somebody. Cool. Right. So what, what is the, like, what is the next step? I'm loving this so far. Like, what would you say is the next kind of a stage or secret that you have to be able to maximize these events? Yeah. Well, I love this one because it's so simple. Doesn't mean it's easy, but it's so simple that when I have a conversation with, with people, even people that have a multi six, even, <coughs> excuse me, a seven figure company, um, they're not doing this. And they realize through a conversation that this is why they're not closing six figures at a sponsorship or at an event is because of this one reason. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm like sitting at the edge of my seat right now. I, know, I like, gotta build the I'm standing, but I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm leaning in. I, I want to know what this Hypothetically. is. Hypothetically. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So you have to know how to qualify events and you have to know how to determine which are the best ones for your business. Again, it sounds so simple, but most people don't do it or they don't know how to do it. They don't know where to start. So you know, when I say qualify, I mean, it's not just knowing, hey, I hear my target markets there. I hear business owners are there, right? You need to have an actual qualification process where you can objectively look at the opportunity and weed out the events that maybe aren't the best one now, maybe later, or no, definitely not. <laughs> so, you know, you have to do your due diligence and have a process to qualify these events. 
I actually have a funny story if we have time. I can share. Sure. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So I had a client um, who heard about this fantastic event with business owners at it and they're business coaches. So they're like, oh, this is perfect. I need to go to this event. So they decide to go to this event just by hearing from other colleagues and people at their level. This is the event you got to be at. They booked the sponsorship, which was, I think, three or $4,000. They uh, booked flights on the other side of the U.S. They're from New York. They flew to L.A. or something like that yep. uh, for them, for three people. Uh, for three team members, plus hotel, plus food, all the travel costs, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. By the time it all added up, they're probably about seven to 10K all in for the sponsorship. They show up to this event, and what they found out is their sponsorship booth was in a totally separate different room than the main offer, than the main event itself. So people, in order to connect with them, had to leave the building, walk outside, and go to a separate building to just go to where all the booths and the expo hall was oh man so big strike number one right (laughs) yeah definitely number number two is once they got there they realized that this event was full of really one type of person and there's no really other way to say it than hippies (laughs) than what hippies hippie okay that's funny. You, know, you know what i mean like beautiful yeah. people all about energy you know believe in the power of crystals nothing wrong with that in itself but that's not who they were looking for yeah no right? definitely i yeah man, i can't even imagine i feel like and i feel like without qualifying an event like that you end up becoming um you end up becoming completely shut down and and you don't open yourself up to new opportunities that where your potential audience could be and would be right. more beneficial to you. Right. Right. So exactly. it's important. Okay. So, um, and, and I feel like I've done this um, early on in our, our early stages where a lot of the events I was going to, and I feel a lot of people do this when they first start um, like several years ago, I would go to a lot of, of networking events. Like I would go mm-hmm. to countless and like I remember it was just taking time away from family. Like I've missed yeah. dinners, I've missed bedtime and like something that's really important to me. That's not, that's why I started the business in the first place, right? To, to be there for those times and events like that. And then even when I started traveling to these places too, it was a lot of like, what am I really doing here? And I feel like that is probably the most important step. If not, yeah. um, I would say, yeah, I would say definitely that is definitely the most important step. Um, then second would be that, that, that first secret that you shared with us, because yeah. if people don't qualify, if you just start going to events just to go to events, I feel like you end up in this kind of endless cycle of like, what am I really doing? I'm not really <laughs> right. doing anything. I'm just, I'm just going right. to talk to people, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, number one, you end up wasting a ton of money. Right. And then, and time, right. And you're frustrated and you're like, why the heck am I here? Why did I do this? And you're upset and frustrated instead of leaving the event psyched (laughs) that you just closed clients or, or you're missing out the opportunities where you could have been, you could have made, you know, 50,000, a hundred thousand dollars at the, at an event, if you had used that money for your business more wisely. So it's really about how do I make the most out of my opportunities and how do I save myself some headache and heartache at the same time. That's why it's, it's so critical to qualify. And when I hear people say sponsorship doesn't work, speaking doesn't work, networking doesn't work, it's because they're not doing this and they don't know how to. I swear if you met me like 
three years ago, I, you would have heard me say like, networking doesn't work, events <laughs> don't work. I have to, I'm just going to do everything online. I yeah, hear that you. Was, that was me like three years ago. It was, just, yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, so then let's just recap really quick. What are those three? And if you had to like two minute, um, like fireside chat, like what, how would you say those three, those three secrets to, to walk away with credit cards from event instead of just business cards? Right. Okay. So we'll work backwards, right? From what we just heard, because the yeah. first thing you have to do is you got to know how to qualify it. You yeah. want to go where the leads are, but you got to make sure that where you're going are the best quality leads. So you got to know how to qualify the event, right? To make yeah. sure it's the right best one for your business. Everyone's business is different. And then number two, once you're there, you got to know how to have a conversation. You got to know how to have a conversation about the value provide and why they should buy from you and stop being glued to the perfect elevator speech. The elevator speech kills people. Okay. <laughs> they freeze up. They don't know what to do. And number three was once you've identified these events to go to, you know how to position your value. You need to know what is the best way to participate at the event that's going to make you the most money. Should you be an attendee, right? If you're just starting out, maybe that's the way to do it. Or you're not sure if this ev the event is worth the money yet as a sponsor or speaker, then go check it out as an attendee. Um, and then master sales at the events. Once you know how to do that, you know how to master sales at the events, then you're ready to up level to doing some big sponsorships and speaking, right? There's another bonus tip, right? If you, if you don't know how to close sales at the event or just after the event, you might not be ready to really pay for a big sponsorship or speaking opportunities. So, but again, the final one is you got to know what's the best way for you to participate at an event because not all events are created equal. There's right. different no. strategies you want to take versus different events. So you got to know how to say, okay, this event I'm going to speak at, but then this other event, maybe it's better for me to sponsor. So you have to know how to determine that. I, I love it. And then um, as, and I, I personally like to go to events as an attendee first before I do anything further with it. That's my first yeah. initial investment. I feel like that's like the trial offer, right. That mm -hmm. I do with events to make sure like, are these my people? Yeah. Um, can I like, and then the next time they see me, they're like, wow, this guy's like, he was an attendee last time and now he's up there, you know, like, so mm -hmm. I like to do something like that, but I completely agree with what you're saying. Like find the most profitable way sense for you right. to be able to attend an event, whether that be just an attendee speaker sponsor um, and, and one of those three there. So what, what would you say if we wanted to kind of learn more about, um, events and how to, how to qualify them, how to, um, and then of course that ninja secret of like, you know, inviting them to, to like, to the next stage later on, like a, a, a an after hours type of meeting deal. Um, I love that by the way, but yeah. where, where would you say we could learn more about it from you? Uh, well, I would go to uh, www.cashfromconferences.com. So I'll spell the normal way, conferences with an S, cashfromconferences.com. Um, and when you go there, there'll be an opportunity for you to download um, uh, seven questions to qualify conferences and save seven grand. So this, I list out seven questions and I guarantee 99% of business owners don't know all these questions. They're not asking them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I bet. Um, yeah. yeah. So there's seven questions listed there that you need to do when you are looking at an event, whether you want to be an attendee, a sponsor, or a speaker, you have to get the answers to these questions before you agree to it. Otherwise you're going to waste your time <laughs> and your money. Uh, yeah, I bet. And I'm sure like I, I have so many more questions, but I know we're running out of time here. So I, I feel like we could talk about this for hours. Um, so for sure. 
<laughs> definitely go to, and what was that link again? It was www.cashfromconferences.com. Awesome. So we'll go there. We'll get the seven questions to qualify events to make sure that they're going to be worth it for us from a business perspective. And if not, always just attend. It's just check it out yourself, I feel, would be a great start. And um, definitely reach out to Alexis here. She's a master at this. She's given me so much helpful information already um, in just the previous conversations we've had today. Um, I'm going to start using that ninja trick, by the way, uh, <laughs> the next event I go to. So I'm going to start doing that. Um, but now, before we... Uh, before, before we finish up here, so if you're serious about generating never-ending leads, going over to ventobot.com forward slash book to get the book. We take our private clients through four phases to generate never-ending leads. We take all our clients through um, these four phases to make sure that they are maximizing on what they're doing. For example, if you're going to an event, you're sponsoring speaking, you want to make sure that you have a way to follow up with these people, right? Um, you close your business at the event, but then there's the, there's a way to maximize it on the back end as well. So make sure you go there to get the book. We'll cover shipping, cover shipping. We'll send it right over to you. And thank you again, Alexis, for coming on today on the Don't Kill the Messenger Absolutely. podcast and look forward to talking to you some more. Thanks, Victor. I appreciate it. All right. I'll see you. Bye-bye.